0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Biebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, And UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's Matt Mosley. It is indeed Matt Mosley. And uh, so happy, so pleased to be with you today. And uh, we are gearing up for, uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. Baylor is not playing. Cowboys are not playing. It's kind of rare that that happens. But that just opens other opportunities for us. Other things to focus in. The rest of the Big Twelve, the rest of the NFL, and uh, unfortunately, Cowboys behaving badly. They've already had one player uh, go out and get arrested for uh, for for DWI, and uh, we will uh, see how that uh, that was Demonte Casey yesterday. And then I noticed uh, Aaron Sexton. Hello to you, by the way. I noticed that uh, one of the other safeties last night was was saying something like it was like a a very cryptic. And I need to follow up on this. Uh, I think that was Malik. uh, uh, Malik Hooker was was had a tweet out that his heart was broken, like something was going on with him. And so, uh, you know, this was a something Mike McCarthy talked to his players about uh, about handling things in the best possible way during this downtime. They're giving the Cowboys some time off and uh, there's all sorts of things happening. So. Uh, Aaron, let's just keep our eye on things. I hope uh, I hope everything's going to be okay for the Cowboys, but uh, very very interesting times to say the least. And by the way, one player from the Cowboys who just got cut last Saturday—you might remember—a uh, uh, offensive lineman they had named Brandon Knight. They they signed him with the uh, the Ravens immediately on waivers. To the I mean, it's, and this was not the uh, the taxi squad. I mean the practice team. This was the this is the real deal, and and the Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL. So you'd think, okay, well it's a setback. He was with the Cowboys for three years, but uh, hey, you get to go to Baltimore. That's not bad. And he just refused to report. Refused to report. Just would not even show up. So I don't know. I think Aaron once Cowboy play once once players get to be out in Frisco and get to serve time with Jerry. They just don't want to go anywhere else. Do you agree?
2: Absolutely, and why would you?
1: (laughs) Why would you with that uh, country club atmosphere that they have? So much planned for you today. Aaron's been very busy. We've both been monitoring the, the Big 12 Media Day, the Big 12 Basketball Media Day. They do this in, well, it's less than a month before that first game. Those first set of games happened right around November 12th. So we're sitting here today on October 20th, and they got all the coaches together. They got all the reporters together, and they had a big time. Now, I observed several things during this, one of which is, Aaron, later in the program, we'll try to let everybody hear from Coach Drew. Now, if it were up to me, I think I would love to spend some time, you know, with Coach Drew. You saw the, uh, the different reporters that were there. I, it's like they asked two or three questions and we're done. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, Aaron, I know you were getting to kind of dip in and listen to some of that. The moderator was like mocking the reporters. <laughs> he was like, really? Are you all not going to ask any questions? It was the same thing for one of the other. Somebody else got up there, and, and, and it was like they were scared to ask questions or something.
2: Yeah, he... Meanwhile,
1: the intrepid student reporters from Oklahoma, Aaron, they did their job. They, the Porter Moser, goes up there, and the uh, the new coach at OU, and they were going crazy. I mean, they were asking every question under the sun. So I think that that's called like Gaylord College is is the journalism school at OU, and and recently they. They got that scoop on who was going to start at quarterback for OU. And then they, uh, of course, at Kansas City's not that far of a drive from Norman. But, man, they showed up in droves. And these student reporters, Aaron, I mean, I don't remember what I was like at Baylor as a student exactly, but I, I don't know if I would have been totally comfortable firing away at the new coach at, at Baylor at the time. And, and these kids were just like boom, boom, boom. They were asking some questions. So uh, I was glad to see it. And I, I kind of admired them for for that. Now, there are some things going on. I did hear Baylor had uh, let's see who all they had there. They had Meyer there who was on with us recently, and they had Flothamba. and I just I just liked I, I liked that presentation. I like who they sent. I also liked Flo Thomba. I wrote some of this down was asked to sort of break down these new freshmen at Baylor. And much like what Matthew Meyer said, Aaron, Flo Thamba said that uh, that Kendall Brown was a super freak athletically. And he said the only guy he's ever played against in the Big 12 who had that level of athleticism was Jericho Sims at Texas. Now, Jericho Sims was not the greatest player I've ever seen in the Big 12 but from an athleticism standpoint, he was insane. He, he, you know, his his vertical and everything about him was off the charts. So that was high praise. Now, Jeremy Sohan was he was more of a uh, he said about him who played on the Polish uh, uh, national team that he was a very poised player and and kind of had a very grown up man's game kind of thing and then Langston Love they just said hey good shooter um excellent uh uh it, it basically said he's a stout guy could shoot the ball could b- good ball handler so these three freshmen are all going to be a part of the Baylor fabric and and be a part of the uh, chemistry but again I was just kind of I was kind of shocked at the the lack of curiosity in the national championship winning coach. Aaron, that was strange to me. If I had made the trip to Kansas City, and I'm sitting out there, and I got the national championship coach, I'm having fun. I'm asking some questions. And the only guy who asked a question was, our Daily Bears sent the guy who lives in Kansas, Kendall Kaut. You've heard of him, Aaron. He like wrote a book on the Baylor team. seems like a nice guy, Mm -hmm. but he's not even a media guy. Like, I think he's a lawyer, and he just kind of plays a media role every once in a while, and then he'll hammer out a book or something. Well, he asked a question of of Scott, and they kind of looked around, kind of like you would, thinking, okay, I'll let everybody else have a chance, and I swear there was, like, one more question asked. I I mean, I I don't, you know, I I had no, uh, absolute no understanding of of what the reporters were doing in Kansas City for this Big 12. But I did think you would like this, Aaron. Bob Bowlesby granted the Austin American statesman an exclusive. Okay, and you're thinking, oh, this will be interesting. And once again, he talked about his lack of trust level <laughs> and the personal betrayal that that he suffered from what UT did and, and said he would not be going to Austin. and. You know, I would say, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get why he was mad. But, again, once you get kind of, like, punked by a couple of schools, like, I, you probably ought to stop whining about it. At some point, you probably got to move on because you brought in four more schools, and Mac Rhodes and President Linda Livingstone at Baylor and these other uh, folks have graciously let uh, Bob save face. And they've let him kind of be the face, almost like he's the one who put this thing together. I'm telling you, the ADs and presidents the, of the eight leftovers put all this together. And they're letting Bob serve as, you know, kind of safe face. And that's fine. I like Bob. I like Bob personally. But if you think that Bob Bowlesby is going to be around to do any of the negotiating in the future for this conference, or that will probably be around for even more than a year, he turns 70- Coming up in, I think I saw maybe January, he turned 70. He's not going to be a part of this thing. They're going to move him on out. That's okay. That's okay. Bob's had a great career. He really has. But, I mean, Aaron, do we really need Bob showing up at this thing whining about Texas and OU? Is it is it kind of time to say, if they want to be gone, let them be gone?
2: No. You'd let them hear about it till they leave. I agree. I, yeah. I, I think I think you're right about him not being here very long, and I think that's part of it. I think he thinks I got a year left, maybe, and I'm not. I'm going to take a shot at Texas and Oklahoma every chance I get until I'm I gone. Guess. I think that's exactly what it is.
1: I guess, but uh, I I think that it's time to start focusing on the people that are going to be around. And these new teams and the new conference and what this looks like. And I think a lot of the Baylor family is ready to say good riddance. Now, first, Aaron, they would like to say goodbye in their own way at these upcoming games. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, 11 a.m. against Texas. Texas, who, for whatever reason, they love Texas in that 11 a.m. window. That's four straight games. That'll be four straight games for Texas to be in that 11 a.m. window and then after that it will be oklahoma and uh and and i kind of think you know part of this article also talked about how they fully expect texas and ou to serve out their time and to be around until like june 30th 2025 i don't i don't know that you want that surely there's going to be some settlement get them the heck out of here You've got you're going to have 12 schools in the Big 12 with Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, and Central Florida, and it's going to be fine. And um, I, I, you know, the whole thing was uh, the whole thing to me was kind of interesting. Okay, the other thing was Aaron. The uh, I, I I liked I, I, I really liked um, what our man Fran Fraschilla did uh, with ESPN. I thought he did a nice job on this assignment. I've worked these Big 12 media days in TV. It's never as smooth as you'd like because it's hard to time all these things out properly. They actually put on a really nice TV show today. thought they did a good job. And um, Fran Freshilla is on the road driving to Ames, and in, in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to try to get him on, and we'll get to visit with him. But I, I like the job he did. You know, when you, go, when you listen to these coaches in the media day, After hearing from each one of them, you almost kind of think, well, they're going to be pretty good. Oh, Oklahoma's better than I thought they were going to be. Oh, UT. Now, Aaron, you've listened to Chris Beard, and I think you were kind of intrigued by some of the things he had to say. Either today or tomorrow, we're going to play the Chris Beard, his media uh, availability, and for you UT fans, you'll get to hear from him. And um, I did like – I did like what Bob Huggins from West Virginia said. He was asked about what it was like in 2011 coming into the Big 12, and and Bob Huggins said, "We came from the Big East, where they don't call any fouls, and he said it was in the Big 12. It was more basketball and less roller derby." I would say, Aaron, that of all the Big 12 coaches, Huggins is the one now bill self i guess you could cuz he's won a national title and obviously scott now has those those coaches are maybe more accomplished in terms of national titles but huggins has tremendous respect across the country he's also this big huge scary looking dude who's very funny at the podium and can kind of snarl at just about anybody and um and and so But what's funny to me is Scott Drew and Bob Huggins have developed one of the funniest, most interesting relationships you could ever see. And they are absolute, complete opposites. But they just love each other. And when when they weren't going to ask Huggins any more questions, Scott Drew started screaming from the back, Who's the best fisherman? Because Scott likes to fish a lot, and uh, Huggins' answer was, he said, I, "I'm probably the best." I can tell you, Scott fishes the most, so there's nothing coaches love doing more, uh, Aaron, than busting each other's chops on things like that. Who works the harder, all, you know, the hardest, and all of that kind of thing. So I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed kind of watching all that, get, getting some more information, and um, I. I'm I'm willing to say right now that West Virginia, Kansas, Texas, and Baylor all have a chance to go deep. I always kind of forget, at the end of a year, who's leaving and who's coming back. Well, Derek Culver was a great rebounder for West Virginia. Deuce McBride was a tremendous guard. They're both gone. But they get Taz Sherman back. And uh he's from Missouri City, Texas. He's a great, great player. And 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 you could argue that West Virginia has the best backcourt. Um I, I Texas may be the most athletic and deepest. Baylor's pretty deep too, but Kansas is thought to be the best team in the conference coming back. So a lot of stuff there that I enjoyed. And for all our Big 12 basketball fans, we will play some of this for you um, at, uh, at uh, well about 5 o'clock today, okay? We'll have to play it by ear a little bit because we're hoping to get Fran Fraschilla. But we've got Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, today at 440. And next, we go to a guy who was at the Big 12 Media Days and can help explain why Gary Patterson, the TCU coach, is so angry right now. That is next.
3: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com.
4: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see clearing skies this evening and eventually clear skies later on tonight. Low temperatures falling to 64 degrees. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, another mild day, a high of eighty-five, and mostly sunny. It's gonna be more humid on Friday with a high of eighty-six. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out Fox44 News.com for any changes in the weather.
5: Join us tonight for the Baylor Coaches Show from 7 to 8 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
6: Join us tonight, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning at 7 p.m. And hear from Baylor soccer coach Paul Johnson and men's tennis coach Michael Woodson. That's
5: tonight at our new time for the Baylor Coaches Show, beginning at 7 p.m. Right here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha, lime, and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco.
9: ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
2: Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in.
10: Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and
2: take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the Knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left
7: by your diet. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with you in times of need, and showing compassion when you're at your most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word, it's our calling. Make your next appointment at getprovidencecare.com.
11: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys starting safety DeMonte Cazzi is out on bond after being arrested by the Colony Police early Tuesday morning for allegedly a DWI. Cleveland Browns quarterback Case Keenum will get the start Thursday against the Denver Broncos in place of Baker Mayfield, who is battling a torn labrum in his left shoulder. Quarter Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, UTSA, Rice, and UAB have each officially requested to join the ACC. First women's college basketball rankings are out baylor in at number seven iowa state at 12 and texas at 25 mlb playoffs continue the braves and dodgers this afternoon atlanta leads that series two to one and the astros and red Sox tonight with that series tied at two games each temple Wildcats scott stewart show live from wings pizza and things tonight at six o'clock on fox sports central texas
9: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
1: Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas alongside Aaron Sexton we roll into a Wednesday week is flying by and uh it's uh, a lot of exciting times right now we've got uh we got some big 12 media day action going on today the women's and then the uh, the men's media day and Drew Davison is a man who uh, he'll get involved in a media day. He's never been shy about getting out there to Kansas City, getting in the middle of it. Some of us are constrained by budgets. Not Drew. Not the not the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. They come rolling in there. And, Drew, uh, before we get into this Big 12, though, I mean, how about that? How about uh, you're out there trying to cover some, some hoops, you know, a month before the season starts, and old Gary Patterson, Goes on a big time rant. I mean, I'm Drew. I'm worried. You know how much I love Gary, but uh, I'm worried, man. When some of these, like I don't even know this guy. I don't even understand the platform he's on. It's it's like called Medium.com or something. And 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 Gary got pulled off sides by him.
12: Yeah, Matt. No, it, it is. Uh, you know, I shook with a couple guys today. You know, get, Gary's. You know, he, he's on a little hot streak uh, of these rants, whether it's SMU or the NIL or uh, now Matt Jennings. Uh, yeah, and I, I think it's like a personal blog, personal site. I
11: think yeah. it
12: has like 85 to 90 followers. Uh, so how that set Gary Patterson off, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it was shared on Twitter and, and obviously – I'm sure Gary probably saw it pop up on his timeline or or whatnot and, and read it and wasn't happy. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't like you know Bruce Feldman or or the or Star Telegram even was was calling for his job. But uh, yeah, it, it certainly caught his attention and and understandably, you know, he's of course going to defend himself and whatnot. But it, you know, it, it kind of turned it in to a bigger deal than it probably needed to be. Yeah, Uh, but you know, uh, as us in the uh, media, we'll we'll take we'll take it. You know, it keeps the conversation lively.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. Um, Do you sense? And I I finally went back and read that. I was like, I got to find out why Gary's so upset. Did the guy Matt Jennings hit on a couple things? I mean, the one thing you can say it was bizarre that. I thought he was done with the guy who went to Kansas as the O.C., and then and then all of a sudden he's back as the offensive coordinator. And, of course, uh, I mean, G- Gary does – I mean, it is interesting. You know, it's – it, it's I guess what you would call it, the word that comes to mind for me is it is kind of an insular type place. Gary has his people that are loyal to him, and he's extremely loyal to them. Um, it, it, I guess the part of the article that was interesting to me, if was that this thought that Gary needs to bring somebody, maybe some fresh ideas in. Do you think maybe the guy hit on something there?
12: Yeah, I mean, certainly it was well written. And Matt Jennings, you know, as a journalism major, worked at a few outlets, and now I think he's kind of private, private, you know, working in the public or the private sector down in Atlanta. But, but I do think, you know, you, you, said it, Matt, he is kind of loyal to a fault and that's just not talk. I mean, he really uh, is loyal to his assistants when you look at his track record. And, and I will say, I think the thing that's gotten, you know, Gary kind of riled up uh, these last two times is any perceived shot or, or knock on, on Jerry kill. And, and obviously the article kind of said they weren't. Uh, They've they become more conservative, so to speak, on the offense, yeah. end. and and obviously uh, Gary disagrees with that. Um, and, and pointed to at Texas Tech, you know, they were able to run the ball really well. At Oklahoma, they were able to throw the ball well. Uh, so he doesn't feel like they're you know they're scoring thirty five plus points a game. So uh, he is not. You know, in, in any criticism of the offense or, or in particular Jerry Kill or, or whatnot, I think Gary uh, feels like he has to defend. And of course, that was kind of at the heart of the whole SMU drama was yeah. uh, Jerry Kill getting injured during that scuffle. So, uh, you, you know, I, I think, you know, like I said, uh, he, he's very loyal to his assistants. He doesn't like, now, if it was just solely based on the defense and whatnot, I think Gary you know, may brush that off or whatnot, but, yeah. you know, taking shots at the offense, especially, you know, when the, like I said, when the offense is averaging 35 plus points a game or, or whatever they're at, uh, you, you know, the offense has not been the issue uh, as to why they're three and three.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, I think you're right. In some areas and talking to Drew Davis in the star telegram uh, on the Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas in, there's are some areas he has somewhat thick skin on. There's some others where he does have rabbit ears, and he knows everything that's written and everything that's said. Now that's a lot of coaches. I mean, it's. I think some people think, well, Belichick and guys like that, you know, they they're above it all, and they don't notice what people say. That's bull. Like even the greatest right. coaches. You think Bill Parcells didn't know every single thing? that was said about him and he would give you a certain look if you walked in there and you could tell, oh gosh, yeah, he knows he knows what was said. But um yeah, it's a it's a bit of a strange situation. Um and I just think, you know, Gary's probably earned at this point the benefit of the doubt. I just think for a lot of TCU fans, things have gotten a little stale. And and, and I, I would do that whole thing, Drew, kind of the be careful what you wish for thing. Because it's kind of like, um, you know, if you, if you just say, okay, we're going to go make a hire. We're going to bring in somebody younger. Uh, in a lot of ways, you would be starting over, and and you lose a lot of the infrastructure and that sort of institutional knowledge that Gary's had for so many years.
12: No, I, I agree, and, and Matt, to kind of go off that, there's really kind of two sides of the coin. Right, you, you you see what Baylor's done, and they've kind of hit two home runs uh, post Briles and Matt Rule, and and Dave Aranda. It looks like he's got the program on track, doing good things. But then on the other side, you know, go look at Texas Tech and and what they've done since Mike Leach. I'm pretty sure Texas Tech has not been ranked in the top 25 in the season-ending poll since since uh, Mike Leach left. You know, Kansas yeah. hasn't been to a bowl game since Mark Mangino left. So th- there are examples on both sides of, of kind of yes, be careful what you wish for. And, and the the thing that was you know surprising to me uh, that you know he even brought up this article is you know the the higher ups and and the people actually who could make that change or, or have the power or, or some influence uh, on people who who could make a change, uh, th- there's no inkling, at least from people I've talked to and, and whatnot, that Gary's even on the hot seat or they want to make a change or they're looking to. Uh, so, you know, it's really kind of – he kind of brought more publicity to it than, than yeah. it probably needed to get. But uh, but at the end of the day, you, you know, I, I still think, you know, get Gary safe and, and they kind of know – Hey, we've got these football expectations because Gary Patterson. Yeah, at least the people in charge, and obviously some fans, you know, may, may feel it's time for a change. But uh, there's others around that that remember the 1970s when TC went 0 and 11 yeah. or 1 and 10 or whatnot. So, well, uh, you know, they they know what it could be like uh, if things go south.
1: Here's the story I want you to write. He. he is say he might have lost his edge when Art Briles got fired because that the hatred between those two men in those two programs was like at an unbelievable level and and quite honestly the the uh the rivalries not quite feeling like it did when it was between those two men so um, that, that would be a good one, Drew. I don't know. It'll probably get you in too hot yeah, water because yeah. you need to keep talking to him. But uh, that would be a fun one. <laughs> right. Can you trace it back to uh, Art Bryles being fired to get to that pro, to the TCU program taking a bit of a nosedive? All right, don't tell Gary I said yeah. that. Talking to Drew Davidson. Well, well, or, yeah.
12: or, or, or you could just blame Drew Davidson. You know, since I took over the beat in 2018, uh, that's kind of when they've had the 6-6 six and Chiefs of Bull year. You know, they, they need – Stephen Stevenson back on the beat. That's when they won the Rose Bowl. That's when they really uh were at the peak yeah. so to
1: speak. Well, <laughs> they, they all team. kind of right. they <laughs> all kind of rallied against uh, uh Stephen. You know, he just he, they did you know <laughs> they, but uh, they like you too much. I think that's the problem. Okay, Drew Davidson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, did you get to see our guy uh Scott Drew in person and then also the great Matt Meyer with that uh with the mullet and everything. You uh I know you're at the airport, getting ready to head home. Did you see the reigning national champs in person?
12: Yes, I did. And I will say it was very uh, surprising. I was joking with uh, a couple of the other riders that, you know, obviously in, in Kansas City, everyone swarms Bill Self. And there there were times where Scott Drew was just kind of by himself talking to one or two people. Uh, so, you know, the, the Waco media, like you said, you know, maybe the budgets need to come up to, to come cover the, the defending <laughs> national champs up here. But no, uh, but no, Scott Drew, as you guys know, you know, he, he was always great and uh, clearly, you know, coming off of, you know, a, a great season and, and winning the national championship and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, it, it was kind of just stark, just seeing the uh, crowd surrounding the KU guys compared to Baylor, but no, Uh, They they were here in person. They're excited. They're ready to go, uh, as they should be. Uh, But with that being said, they they also kind of have the target on their back uh, going into twenty twenty
1: one. Well, I, I that 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 big, you know, when they had the wide audience and he was up there. Even Peter, the, the moderator, was kind of awkwardly calling the the media out. He's like, guys, really? Are y'all not going to ask any questions? It was a very <laughs> weird deal. Okay, what was um, uh, Drew, th- this Chris Beard thing, um, you got him quoted saying, uh, this is on your Twitter, you can follow Drew at Drew Davison, that's D-A-V-I-S-O-N. Um, he says, I'm still not personally convinced, he's talking about realignment, this is the last domino. I don't know anything. I just feel like something else is about to happen. Now, what does is, what is Chris Beard get up there and drop that little bomb out of nowhere? And, and did you yeah. were you able to kind of ask around and try to figure out what in the world he was talking about?
12: Yeah, well, okay. So, so what, what, let's put this into a bit. So, for the listeners out there, the media day, the coaches have their podium time, which is kind of like in front of everyone. Yeah. For whatever, 10, 15 minutes. And then there's breakout sessions. So Chris Beard, I I was kind of just there uh, to ask about Micah Petey, who played at Texas Tech as a freshman now at TCU. But anyways, of course, realignment came up. And and Chris Beard was talking about how he was a Big 12 guy, you know, grew up. You know, obviously grew up with the Southwestern Conference, but
1: the Big 12 Aaron, I lost guy him.
12: coaching in the league forever. Is he still going? Um, he loves the Big 12, great conference, et cetera. But, you know, of course he had to say he's excited about the SEC. And then he goes into the quote I posted uh, where, where he's like, you know, and, and I'll be honest, guys, I, I don't think we're done, and, and et cetera. And he said, and, of course, he tried to couch it, saying I don't know anything. And he went on to make the example of, you know, Ted is one of his favorite movies. And when he was leaving the theater, he just knew they were going to make another one. And of course they did make Ted too, but, uh, but yeah, so he kind of dropped that bomb, but he, he kind of tried to phrase it like, Hey, I'm just kind of talking out loud, offering my own personal thoughts without any inside knowledge. But, uh, but if you're the basketball coach at Texas, uh, you're probably talking to some pretty good shakers and movers in college athletics. So, um, you know, so we'll see kind of, you know, wh- where that ends up. But definitely, I definitely thought it was worth throwing out there because, and if you check star later tonight uh, on the airplane, I'm planning on typing up the whole what Bowlesby said and, of course, what Chris Beard kind of weighed in on the, the whole re- realignment front uh, going forward.
2: Drew, we uh, uh, Matt lost your return. We appreciate you coming on today, and we will talk to you again. Appreciate your insight. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's Drew Davison from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. The Matt Mosley Show continues on ESPN Central Texas.
0: The Lorena Coaches Show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and the Lorena Athletic Association.
13: The Lorena Leopards are five and two on the year. More importantly, though, they're three and zero in district play after a 63 to nothing win over McGregor. Obviously, coach, your offense was working outstandingly under the direction of your quarterback Ryan Abel, ten of eleven passing for 240 yards.
10: Yeah, Ryan had a had a good night, and uh, you know our receivers did a, did a great job running routes and catching passes. So I mean, we did that kind of kind of early and often. And, uh, Kind of softened him up a little bit, but then uh, again, he had plenty of time thought throw off. It's blind did a tremendous job, uh, and uh, so uh, it was important for us to come out and try to get get a fast start and uh, get started well. And, and I thought our kids did that.
13: Half of those completions went to Jaden Porter. He had 105 yards and a touchdown.
10: You know, he's he's such a threat out there on the outside. And, and uh, we've actually got him in several sets where we move him around. He plays a slot receiver and put him in motion. And uh, we'll make him chase him around the field quite a bit, catch the ball. And uh, Ryan's doing a good job of reading it and putting it where it needs to be.
13: He said to shut out, uh, thanks in part. Your defensive tackle Joe Gutschall even had an interception return for a touchdown.
10: Yeah, Joe picked off a screen pass and, and rolled in with it, and uh, right before half.
13: This week you host Cameron. They're three and five on the year, but their those three wins all came in district play. Both of you played Franklin and Academy. You learn anything about them from that? What do you expect from Cameron?
10: They've got a tremendously athletic team. Uh, they're very impressive right now. They're on a roll. Uh, they scored 70, 60-something, and 50-something, and they're three of their district wins. So they, they have a very potent offense. Uh, we're going to have to do a tremendous job defensively this week uh, to contain them. So should be a heck of a
9: ballgame lock. ESPN Central Texas.
6: Member FDIC.
9: The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your
0: go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. The one stop for all
14: your farm and ranch supplies
0: is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line
8: for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love, including boots from Ariat and Twisted X. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Sin. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor.
1: the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, glad to be joined right now by the radio voice of the Dallas Mavericks, it is Chuck Cooperstein, and uh, Chuck, this is uh, this is an exciting time of year, and I, I gotta tell you, you know how much I love the NBA, and I know you don't always agree with all my tweets and all that, but it's just fun, NBA Twitter's fun. We get out there and last night I mean the TNT, having that gang back together uh, it, it just it just feels right are you uh, are you uh, as ex- excited about this season as you have been in a long time sir
15: I am uh, just uh, you know new new things around the Mavericks and uh, you know it seems like there's uh, just a different vibe about them uh, coming into the season. Uh, you know, a great opening test uh, against Atlanta uh, tomorrow night. And uh, knowing that uh, every night I get to watch arguably one of the two or three best players in basketball do his thing. It's pretty special.
1: Yeah, I th- I, I kind of thought about that today. You thought about how things have changed. And there was like a dog running around at practice. Uh, Luca's uh, dog, uh, the name escapes me all of a sudden. It's a nice-looking dog, uh, kind of a white I don't know exactly what do you know the breed of that dog uh, coop I don't I'll,
15: I I am not a, I am not a dog person even though <laughs> even though I live even though I live with dogs my 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 wife is the dog person she 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 understands
1: it's a good looking dog and it was just, he was trying to do some leg workouts and the dog was just right there at his feet and something I I saw this whole scene and I thought this just does not seem like Rick Carlisle scene like with a dog running around and the reporters having a Having a big time. I mean, it is weird, uh, Chuck. I mean, I, I and, and again, we both had had good relationships with Rick over the years, um, but that it, it just seemed like that relationship was going to go on and go on because he was so close to Mark, and it was su- such a sudden type thing that happened. Um, this, you're right. This has to have just a completely different feel. Um, is is the kid? Are you getting a, a sense already of like? What are some of the differences that grab your attention about the way even that, that Jason Kidd runs things as opposed to all these years with Carlisle?
15: Well, I, I think even though Jason's on his third head coaching job, and yeah. you know he's been coaching he's been coaching now really for the last what this will be his uh, ninth year as a head as a coach, including uh, you know two years as an assistant with the Lakers. Uh, he's still not that far removed from playing that he, that he kind of gets players and you know, that, that looseness that you're talking about with the, with, with Luca uh, today, um, it, it is something that, I mean, it's, it's, it's really difficult to quantify because usually it, the way I look at it, like there's a looseness about them and yet they are still incredibly competitive when they play, when they practice, you know, when they're, when they're doing their drills, um, and that's you know kid was incredibly competitive i mean you can't last as long as he lasted do all the things he did without being as incredibly competitive as he was and yet he has found a way to 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 walk that line of looseness slash fun with the competitiveness and and the detail that obviously is necessary for you to win uh, i mean that's the thing that that's been really laudable. You know, he, you go to practice, he, he doesn't raise his voice. Uh, he, but he gets his point across. And uh, you know, he mentioned that his time in LA uh, the last couple of years working with Frank Vogel uh, really taught him a lot about communication and how to best communicate with players. Uh, he's, he seems to be you know, far more aware than uh what he was when he was in Brooklyn and Milwaukee and you know what Matt you would hope that anybody would learn from their experiences and it looks like he has
1: yeah talking to Chuck Cooperstein the Matt Mosley show ESP in Central Texas I mean we've we've always kind of had that thought that it's hard for superstars to be great head coaches a lot of times because they just it's hard to relate they have such high standards it doesn't it just doesn't always translate i mean i guess bird had some moments with the pacers but it wasn't like he was doing it for a long period of time you just don't often see just flat out superstars no. um but but maybe like you say maybe kids other stops and in, in 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 the fact that that he has the relationship with this organization that he does um maybe this is the right voice at the right time we can kind of keep our fingers crossed I also think it's great for Porzingis that he has a new voice. And this gives everybody a a chance to kind of hit the restart button on what had become kind of a messy thing in last year's playoffs with him out standing in the corner and just quite honestly not being a a, a huge part of the team. What are you sensing uh, from that whole situation? Obviously, he's healthier now than he was at the start of last season. But other than that, what are you sensing, chemistry-wise, with uh, Porzingis?
15: Uh, it's there. I mean, he he can't he can't stop smiling because he knows that he's going to be involved, you know, from the get-go. Uh, but I think it's it's most uh, notable just because, as you mentioned, he's healthy. It's the first time that he's been healthy since February of twenty-seven uh, of 2017, you know, when he heard his name. Uh, you know, he, he's not been, or 2018, I should say, 2018. He's not been the same player since then. And, uh, you know, he's had moments, like when he was in the bubble. I mean, he was fa- absolutely fantastic, and then he got hurt, you know, in game three of the Clipper series. Uh, you know, last year, offensively, he was fine. In fact, he was probably more efficient than he's ever been. Uh, but it was the inability to defend the rim that became rather problematic for the Mavericks and ultimately what is going to tell the story this year with this team. It's not about Luca. I mean, as much as Luca is the superstar of this team, uh, you know, they will always be able to reach a certain level just because Luca is playing. The question is, how much farther can they go? And if Porzingis is that player he was prior to his knee injury and what he was in the bubble, then the Mavericks have a chance to really turn some heads and do something special. And, you know, obviously even just beyond getting out of the first round of the playoffs, which they've not been able to do for a decade.
1: All right. I, I like the fact that Tyson Chandler has been spotted around. I guess he's sort of uh not officially a coach, he's a volunteer
15: but, coach. And, and yeah, Matt, I'm glad you brought him up because I tell you what, it's his vibe is just tremendous. Just, <laughs> you know, it's just how he was when he came here and he played, and and what he meant to the Mavericks. Uh, you know, from that leadership standpoint, uh, he he brings that to this team every day, even if he's not officially a member of the coaching staff. I mean, you you can just tell you can feel his presence in the room, and the Mavericks are far better off of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And those young, I mean, it's like he's been assigned to one of those young players. I think it's Moses. Uh, Moses Brown. I, it, yeah, it, yeah. Moses Brown. I. That's been cool. I mean, any as many 2011 uh, teammates as you can bring back. Dirks. Dirk's uh, obviously uh, around the team, going to be around the team even more, it seems. Kids coaching. Where's Jet hanging out, by the way? Can we get can we get Jet, Jet in is, here? He's uh,
15: actually in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He is the head coach of Denver's G League team that is based there.
1: Okay. All right. Um, and then Matrix. Is Matrix hanging around?
15: Uh, he is. I, I do believe he built quite a very large uh, estate out uh, on uh, <laughs> Lake Ray Harbor. <laughs>
1: Okay, good, good. I just as many players. I'd like to get Paige back and just get as many players from that team as possible. Um, uh, so that uh, that was that was a lot of fun. This is going to be this is going to be tremendous. Talking to Chuck Cooperstein about these Dallas Mavericks and they get started in Atlanta, and uh, I mean that's a team. I was listing a minute ago. I was thinking, okay, who all has a shot? At, at winning a title. And, and the fun thing about this season is, you remember those those years wherever LeBron was? Be like, okay, they seem like they're going to be the team. And everybody else is kind of... Or Golden State had all those years. This is a really cool season in the fact that I, I kind of think you could... I think you could go about like eight deep maybe. And like make a case for eight possible teams um, to win it all. Are you getting that same vibe when you look around... You know, knowing that we don't exactly know what the Lakers are going to be.
15: Well, you're talking about just in the West, because I think Brooklyn yeah. and Milwaukee are clearly the two best teams in the East. And, yeah, but I'm kind of you know, talking one, about one,
1: everybody who, yeah, having a shot to win it all. Like, yeah, and I would certainly yeah, include Milwaukee I, and I mean, Brooklyn. I,
15: I would say there are probably, you know, six to eight teams that can, that can think that way. You know, that if, certainly if things break right for them, that they are capable of. Of winning it all, and that does make it different, and it does it does make it uh, more exciting. And frankly, while I was not initially a fan of the playing concept, uh, it, and listen, the the likelihood of it hitting the way it did last year, when you had the Lakers and Warriors playing a, a, a knockout game, uh, which was just incredible theater, the chances of that happening uh, are, are are probably slim. But the idea that people are going to have to play more games uh, and will wind up playing more games that matter because the last thing you want to do is to get into the playoff situation, in, into the play-in situation. And, uh, uh, you know, and then even beyond that, you know, for the teams that really uh, are in the top six, I mean, you, you probably want to create the, the best seed for yourself as you can possibly get. So, uh, I think that the NBA, from that standpoint, is in a really great place. There you know, the, the the young stars in the league, you know, especially you know from the draft of 2018. That, that's going to ultimately be, you know, the seminal draft of of this decade, just as 2003 was last decade, or the you know the decade before. Um, you know, it's the league's just in a really good place right now.
1: Yeah, mainly, uh, Chuck, because there are more Baylor Bears in the league. I mean, isn't that really? <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, I oh, tell
15: you man. what, all, all three. Well, certainly, uh, you know the the guys from uh, the championship team last year. Uh, they're 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 going to they're going to help their teams. I mean, you know, I don't know so much about Maceo, but uh, you know, certainly Butler. Uh, you know, we we saw Butler play uh, the Mavericks in the uh, yeah. first preseason game, and he was tremendous. I mean, again, you don't worry about the result; you're you're just looking at what you see and who he's doing it against. And he's going to find himself getting some time in Utah. And obviously, you know, Mitchell in Sacramento. I mean, they they pretty much have him, uh, buddy, he healed out of there because of him. And uh, you know, they they've been so bad defensively for so long. That he can't help but make them better defensively. So, yeah, uh, you know those those two for sure. And look, you know Scott's got more in the in the in the pipeline there, and the, there there'll be more players that'll be in the in the NBA next year. Just you know coming out of the coming out of Waco.
1: Does this Mavs team? I like you got me thinking about defense just then. Off night Mitchell. Does this Mavs team ha- like? Who, is there? Do you see some lineups where you could fill? I mean, obviously, they haven't gotten the defense to where they want it. Lucas can get better, and he has, he has his moments and everything. But this team's primarily known as an, an efficient offensive team that scores like crazy. They've wanted to get better on defense. Do you think Kidd, is, is, is he going to try to make major inroads there? And who do you think can be a couple of those players that really take strides in that area?
15: Well, it's, you know, all Jason has done since he got the job was talk about how they've got to get better defensively. And, you know, uh, Sean Sweeney, his defensive coordinator, who has been with him in Brooklyn, with him in Milwaukee. You know, he's here to try to get it right. Um, And they they have changed up a few things uh, in principles and what they want to do. But the way they're going to get better defensively is if Porzingis is better defensively and especially around the rim, you know, you're not expecting Porzingis to go out there and guard people, 20 people in the basket. But what you are expecting him to do is to be able to make life miserable for people around the rim. And at least in the preseason games uh, and, you know, the practices that I've seen, uh, he's doing exactly that. And that, that is where the greatest improvement uh, is going to come. But uh, I, I think everybody is buying into the concept. They're, they're, they're buying into the principles, uh, of, of what's being taught. You know, I, I don't know if it's easier or more difficult. I haven't had a chance to talk to enough players to, to you know, get, get a gauge on that, but it just seems like they're, they're more dialed in in that area because they know they're going to be good offensively. They know they're going to score points, uh, but they just have to be able to be something better than 18th or 19th in the league in defense. If, if they can be somewhere around the top ten, Uh, You know, I don't think anybody's asking them to be Utah defensively, uh, but they they can't be Sacramento defensively either. I mean, they've just got to be better than that.
1: Well, I agree. And, man, I'm excited to hear you call these games. And uh, it all starts tomorrow night as the Mavs take on an Atlanta team. As I usually do, I was leading to some kind of Atlanta question a little while ago, but I, I ended up on some other topic. So, uh, but I think that uh, I, I, that Atlanta team's fun, and 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 obviously those two, those two, you know, Luca and Trey. I mean, it's just that forever we'll compare those two. So that's a fun matchup to start. And by the way, Coop, great to see Mike Peasley, my buddy Chris Gross. Um, I mean, as much as he regrets to tell people. He, I, I was kind of one of his mentors, and that may have been part of his struggle in life. And, Coop, it's great to see everybody back together. So it'll be fun to hear you on the Eagle. The Eagle. That'll be interesting. Yep. I may, on the yeah. Mighty
15: Eagle. The Mighty Eagle. Big signal. So uh, uh, every, no excuses anymore for folks in Dallas forward to say, well, we can't hear the game on radio. Well, <laughs> it's, it's definitely there on radio. And, you know, you've got the, the power of the corporate uh, iHeart folks behind it. And, uh, yeah going to be on the iHeart app, too, so, uh, you know, serious and what have you, there there are a million ways to listen, and we hope people do, and if they do, I think they're going to be hearing, uh, well, I, don't, I don't know about the actual announcing part of it, but they'll be hearing a really good product because the Mavericks have a chance <laughs> to be really good.
1: <laughs> now, the announcing, man, that's why I tune in to hear you call these games. Thank you, Chuck, and, and uh, best of luck starting this new season.
15: Appreciate you having me, Matt. Take care.
1: There he goes, Chuck Cooperstein, radio voice of the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, he's excited. I'm excited, and the Mavericks get going in Atlanta, and uh, my goodness, it's going to be fun. Okay, uh, we have a lot lined up for you. We may be having uh, Fran Fraschilla from ESPN check in. He's riding across America to Ames right now, and uh, but next we have some some Big Twelve. Media day for you, and I think you'll really enjoy this. Basketball, it's next.
5: Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium.
6: First and goal at the eight. Snap back to Bohannon. He's going to keep it. Running left. He's in. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. Touchdown, Baylor
5: Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns Saturday, October 30th. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas.
16: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Goodfeet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel.
12: Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Goodfeet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little arch supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately
16: felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Goodfeet store for a free fitting and test
11: walk today. Your good life starts with Goodfeet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas marketplace.
4: of jeff hunter toyota in 1990 and have become the premier toyota dealership in waco we offer a full selection of new toyota models have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles there's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory trained technicians and a full-line parts department stop by and see kyle tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price shop jeff hunter toyota toyota quality waco values
6: DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
2: When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler. Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family-owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco.
3: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
9: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt
0: Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services.
1: And now, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. And we got a lot of uh, coverage from the Big 12 uh, Media Day. In Kansas City, and uh, really good coverage today on ESPN. and uh, Matt Schick and uh, Fran Frashilla. that was good stuff. We always love having Fran on, and um, we're trying to—we're uh, trying to right now as we speak. Land Fran. Now, wouldn't that be something? Back to back, Chuck Cooperstein and then Fran Frashilla. So, uh, as we speak, Aaron is uh, attempting to make that happen. And uh, Fran is out on the open road. Let's see. Oh, headed to, headed to Ames, where I'm, I guess you'll kind of check in with this new Iowa State coach. Some new coaches in the uh, the Big 12. Some of them are just kind of moving around. One of them went from Tech uh, to Texas. One of them went from an assistant at Tech, Mark Adams. And so I, there's a lot of interesting things that are happening. And... Um, we'll see. I mean, you never know. When you start to drive through the cornfields of Iowa, uh you never know what the uh what the phone's going to do, but we'll try to get in touch with uh with Fran Fraschilla and uh, I know uh I know our man Aaron will let me know if we uh if we're able to secure him. We're calling him as we speak. So, uh again, lots of uh lots of new things happening in the conference. I I thought the uh, coverage was really good today. <laughs> Oh, good, good. Okay. I was vamping, which is something I mainly usually do for about two hours every day <laughs> from four to six. Uh, it is uh, Fran Fraschilla joining us from somewhere kind of like in the cornfields of Iowa. Uh, he's making his way to Ames, Iowa. For some reason, even though Fran is uh, makes a lot of money and could fly anywhere, the man loves the open road and likes taking road trips uh, Fran, how are you? Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show.
14: Well, Bose, I'm on a speaker in my car because I don't know how to shut the Bluetooth off. And <laughs> you're, very,
18: you're very
14: lucky that I haven't hit a Cracker Barrel yet, so I have time to talk to you.
1: Well, I love that. And uh, uh, even a man who spent some time in Highland Park and some other very, <laughs> very nice places knows his way around the Cracker Barrel. Uh, and uh, good breakfast. They really serve some good things all, all day long. Now, uh, Fran, that was—I um, really enjoyed the coverage. And and what an interesting time to be covering the Big Twelve. You've—it's been a great conference for a long time, but we find ourselves in a time of transition. Um, and, and 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 this Chris Beard thing, man. You you have a great feel for Chris Beard, you, the job he did at Texas Tech, and now. Now this guy shows up with all the bells and whistles that comes to Texas. There are also a lot of baggage that comes with that program from, from what, what's happened over the last 10, 15 years after Rick left. Um, what, are you, what are you sensing, and what were your, what were your thoughts on, on Chris's first uh, appearance as the leader of the, uh, of the University of Texas? Are you, are you thinking he's going to flip that thing in a hurry?
14: He did the Texas two-step. You know, he's, he's two, he two-stepped it from Lubbock to Austin. And uh, I think he's going to do well, Mose. I do. I think, uh, you, know, you know, I've got relationships with all these coaches. They're all
18: friends. Yeah.
14: I think he's going to do a very good job at Texas. And quite frankly, he'd do a very good job anywhere because he's a really good basketball coach. And uh, I just find it intriguing that, number one, Texas and Oklahoma have uh, – stirred up a lot of people in the league, especially because we don't know that they're going to be leaving anytime soon. Mm -hmm. The fact that Chris is now over there after doing a great job at Texas Tech and that there are lots of people in Lubbock not happy with Chris. I think we got some great storylines in the Big 12 this year, and we can thank Chris Beard for a a couple of good ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I love how y'all did that today, by the way. You'd have the coach, and then immediately they would pan in I used to have to do those things for Foxport Southwest. We were not nearly yeah. as smooth as you guys were. I mean, it was almost like it was all planned out, and those things can be kind of chaotic, but you guys were, were all over that. Now, do you agree with this national, like the AP has Kansas 3, um, yeah. they have Texas, you know, uh, right after that, I think Texas weighs in about uh, 5, and I think the Bears showed up at number 8. So obviously, uh, all three of those programs highly thought of right now. Does that seem about right to you, or are you someone who thinks like a school like Texas who can't even usually get out of the first round? You know, do they deserve that type of uh, that type of preseason hype? Well, I, I
14: think they deserve it, and um, you know, about three weeks ago, Mose, I saw Texas Baylor kansas in a five-day period and honestly after i got done i said i can't tell the difference between all three i think they're all top 10 worthy um uh, they obviously all are enriched with upperclassmen and transfers uh texas more so maybe and kansas to baylor but james Akinjo certainly should have an impact for the bears i think baylor's got the best freshman of the group with langston love and, and kendall brown and uh Jeremy Suhan. Like the way I said that, Suhan.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
14: And so, and so uh, but when I kind of put my so-called expert hat on, which I don't wear very often, but uh, <laughs> I just said to myself, damn, they're all good. I can't tell which one was better. So I think they all deserve to be ranked in, let's say, the top 15. They're, they've all got experience. They've all got great coaches. And I think... I think those three teams will be at the top of the league. And we'll say this. Something tells me that the Texas Tech Red Raiders are going to be right in that mix when we get into mid-January or February 1st. There's something about Texas Tech that intrigues me that I believe they can be as good as the three teams that we're talking about right now.
1: Wow, I love that. I mean, I I hope you have circled the, uh, the date. I don't have it in front of me. When Texas... Yeah goes to texas tech whoa now you talk about those people out there know how to get on a coach know how to get on a team um i I think marcus smart found that out a few years ago (laughs) but but i mean that that could be that could be a really interesting atmosphere
14: yeah no question and and that's you know that's going to be fun uh texas tech fans you know they've become really good obviously you know, obviously, in a league that had been football-dominated for so long, the fans are not necessarily basketball fans. They're they're Red Raider fans, they're Longhorn fans, they're Bears fans. But the way this league has evolved over the last fifteen or so years, from a basketball standpoint, I think they're I think they've sold out of their season tickets this year. Um, you know, I, when when they went to the final four a couple of years ago. I don't think you were there. American Airlines Arena was just rocking and rolling with black and, black and red. Um, I think they're going to really, really support their team this year. And I like some of the talent they have. I think they got very underrated talent nationally. Good enough, I think, to be a top 10 or top 15 team eventually.
1: All right. Who is the uh, – talking to Fran Fraschilla, the ESPN analyst who's been at Big 12 Media Days. Who are the alphas – for Baylor, Like, if you had to go, you've seen it, and obviously it'll be interesting to see Matthew Meyer with extended minutes. Um, that, I yeah. mean, I, I think that's going to be positive, but, that, you know, so, sometimes those things can go either way. Um, I'm excited yeah. about it, though. And then Flagler and Akinjo. But, I mean, who, who on this – I mean, it, these are impossible to replace, those three guards that just yeah. left here. Yeah. But I'm just wondering who in your mind – and it, maybe it's a combination of guys – but who do you see being kind of the, when, when 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 all else fails, this is the guy who goes and gets you a bucket?
14: Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think what you have to do if you're a Baylor fan, and I have to kind of wrap my arms around this, I think we have to say this before we move on to this year's team. We may not ever see three more talented guards that played so well together ever again in Big 12 play. That's a heck of a statement. I'm not saying they're the three most talented guards to ever play together, but they might be. And I think we need to tip our cap to them and say, hey, thank you. That was as enjoyable a team to watch as we'll ever see, you know, probably in my lifetime, you know. So let's get that out of the way. Now, having said that, Moe's, I think Adam Flagler has a chance to be nearly on a par with those guys. I think L.J. Cryer is really talented. I think James Akinjo is a good substitute. They're not the big; they not the three musketeers that are leaving. When you add Meyer, when you add uh, the big kids in the middle, everyday John and Flo, you add those three talented freshmen. Uh, you know the two big kids that played last year that didn't play much. I think this is going to be uh, you know a fun team to watch. I think a key to the team is a Ken Joe. He has got the toughness. Um, he's got the speed. He can get a little out of control, but I, I just can't wait to see what Scott and the staff do with him because I think he's, I think he's a key to that team.
1: Man, I that that is, I love hearing that. And and of these three, Suhan as uh as we'll call him you'll i always take your lead on any of pronunciations the the thing i keep hearing is that kendall brown i think on twitter he's the k brown t-h-e-e i they're they're acting like this guy is like i think today maybe um uh flo told y'all he was a super freak meyer from an athletic standpoint Myers said some of the same, one of the same things. Like he almost never seen anybody this athletic. I, is is this a guy who could just be electric for Baylor, like right away?
14: I think he's going to be uh, what I would say a high energy guy. Like a, I don't know if he's going to be the leading scorer or you know the alpha dog immediately. But from what I've seen in practice, when I was there a couple weeks ago. And he really only practiced a little bit the day I was there. But what I've seen on tape and, you know, talking to people, um, you know, he's one of those head-on-the-rib guys. I think the great thing for the three freshmen is they don't have to come in. Like For example, I think all three of those kids will eventually play in the NBA. And, and that's a cool statement to make. But I also think all three of them will have to get their feet wet this year. And I'm not saying that. Kendall's going to be here for more than a year or two. But I think all three of those guys are lucky that they have veterans in front of them so they don't have to come in with the pressure on them to perform right away. I think at times during the year, they'll each show how, how talented they are. But there's enough veterans here that they don't have to do it all themselves. And I think that's healthy.
1: Well, listen, Fran. I like getting you on the open road like this. I almost feel like you can't you can't get away from me when you're just driving like this and you have it on speaker. So I uh, I'll resist the urge. I just want to keep you on for. But uh, but you've done like three or four hours of live TV today. So I'm going to give you a chance to listen to some XM, um, or, or if you want to, you know, yep. tune in yep. the, the rest of the Mosley Show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
14: I'm uh, going to I'm going to try to find Cracker Barrel here. I'm, We have internet access. My 4G's working fine, so I was afraid you'd lose me. But uh, all in all, a good day for Big 12 basketball. Great to see my Baylor Bear friends, including Scott Drew. And uh, I cannot wait for the start of basketball season. And, hey, by the way, how about Dave Aranda? What a job. And what a nice human being. The time we've gotten to talk to him. So it's... uh, High times in Waco, Texas. Can't wait to get back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, hopefully you'll get to watch uh, the Big 12 title game, including involving the Buggler Bears. Try those uh, hash browns out. If they're still making those, I don't know if they do breakfast for dinner there. I feel like they used to. Uh, I, oh, yeah. Those are some of the best hash browns I've ever had at Cracker Barrel. No one can really compete. So give that a try and then tell everybody in Ames, they need to get that program back going again. And it's always exciting when they're good. So, Help him turn that thing around, okay?
14: That's why I'm heading up there, and uh, I'll I'll get the uh, I'll check out those hash browns. That's uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Some milk Duds for the road after that, or Junior Mints from uh, from Cracker Barrel. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, and some toms. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you. Uh, I appreciate right, you. Okay, there he goes, Fran Frischilla from Parts Unknown. Actually, headed to Ames while he's searching for a Cracker Barrel. And uh he'll get in there and hopefully have a good meal. God, it's been a while since I've been at Cracker Barrel. I like to go in there and kind of shop around afterwards at some of those knickknacks they have out there. And then uh but man, that's that's a good breakfast. It is it's a good breakfast. It's good chicken fried steak as well. It's the Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton. We took up a little too much time there, Aaron. I apologize, but when you have Fran Fraschilla on, you've got to do it. You've got to go a little long. We'll make it up. We'll make it up to all our unbelievable sponsors. And next, uh, I've got a little more uh, to share with you on this Big 12 Media Day. Next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update.
7: Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. While one defensive back is on pace for a record-breaking season, another is in trouble for breaking the law. Details after this.
9: At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching Grandma how to video call. And teaching her again.
13: It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left.
9: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new, so AT and T is giving everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT and T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply.
3: Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love, and you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com.
7: The Cowboys' bye week is not off to a good start. Safety DeMonte KZ was arrested Tuesday for driving under the influence, charged, and posted bond. It's disappointing news about a veteran leader of the secondary. On the flip side, the standout star of the secondary is Trayvon Diggs, who has seven interceptions. Defensive backs coach Al Harris says Diggs's background as a receiver is evident.
9: Tray's the first guy that I've worked with that they had a, a true background at receiver.
12: The ball skills are just off the charts. Trayvon, you know, being a former receiver, you would think that he wouldn't be a tough guy or anything like that, but this
9: guy's tough. He'll tackle. He'll do whatever you're asking to do.
7: Diggs is halfway to the NFL single-season record for interceptions, which is 14. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales.
1: If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188.
3: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com.
4: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see clearing skies this evening and eventually clear skies later on tonight. Low temperatures falling to 64 degrees A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, another mild day, a high of 85. And mostly sunny. it's going to be more humid on Friday with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
11: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinsch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. Dallas Cowboys starting safety DeMonte Kazi is out on bond after being arrested by the Colony Police early Tuesday morning for allegedly a DWI. Cleveland Browns quarterback Case Keenum will get the start Thursday against the Denver Broncos in place of Baker Mayfield, who is battling a torn labrum in his left shoulder. Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, UTSA, Rice, and UAB have each officially requested to join the ACC first women's college basketball rankings are out baylor in at number seven iowa state at 12 and texas at 25 mlb playoffs continue the braves and dodgers this afternoon atlanta leads that series two to one and the astros and red Sox tonight with that series tied at two games each temple wildcats scott stewart show live from wings pizza and things tonight at six o'clock on fox sports central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
1: Mosley show ESPN Central Texas has been a lot of fun today I like when Aaron and I just talk but some days it's fun to have some great guests and uh we never have them just to have them but uh when we do we like to and we've had some big time ones today the voice of the Mavericks uh Chuck Cooperstein on earlier and that was fun and then uh, Fran Fraschilla the lead analyst for ESPN Joined us, always great to have Fran on, and, and he's been a great friend for a lot of years, and so fun. And he was leading the ESPN's coverage of Big 12 uh, Media Day, and that was like three or four hours of live coverage. So the man has to be somewhat tired, but Fran's a guy got a lot of energy. He's okay. He's looking for a Cracker Barrel as he was driving across Iowa. Wanted to give you an opportunity to listen to, we were talking a little bit about what uh, Scott Drew said today, his his time at the the podium was brief but uh but still interesting and he covered a, a couple of topics and i thought uh that uh, our audience would really really want to to hear what scott had to say of course the reigning national champion baylor bears let's listen in on some of scott's uh, comments uh from
17: media day which took place earlier today in kansas city all the big 12 coaches are, are excited to be back here and uh uh can't wait for the tournament. Uh, won't be long. We'll have uh, uh, fans. So things are getting back to normal as far as— uh, uh uh, for our, our team in uh, upcoming season, I know there's been a lot of talk about the, uh, the Big 12 in the future, and the league is uh, as good as it's ever been since 2014. Ken Palm Analytics has had us the number one league in the country last year. 70% of our teams went to postseason, uh, and I know there's a lot of pride in the coaches that uh, uh, in the programs to have basketball be as successful as it has been. And then a big thank you to uh, Bob Bowles being the Big 12 for continuing the future of, uh, of the league. You look at the incoming teams. Ken Palm ran the same simulation And uh, with the four teams coming in, uh, we'd still be the number one ranked basketball conference. So uh, the Big 12, uh, just like each and every year, uh, every night is a uh, a war. And uh, you you become a much better coach going against uh, the great coaches in this league. Uh, As far as um, the upcoming season, excited about uh, uh, the new players that we've added. And at the same time, last year we had, uh, uh, I call it a starting rotation. So we had uh, some depth. And then with that, a lot of those guys that have come back, now they have opportunities to expand their role. So that's uh, real exciting to see them have that opportunity. Okay, we got a question on the rear left side.
1: <laughs> Scott, uh, David Smale, Associated Press. Every year you guys get up there and talk about how tough the Big 12 is. You're defending national champions in your pick third. Just talk about expectations in this conference.
17: Well, I think uh, you look at the last uh, three Final Fours, we've had a Big 12 team, uh, a part of it. Uh, again, most teams in the NCAA tournament since 2014. Uh, personally, uh, coaches always are trying to have goals and things they'd love to accomplish. One thing I'd love for our league to accomplish is to have three teams in the Final Four at one time. Uh, our league's never done that. And, uh it takes some luck to have that accomplished, but this is another year where that's that's a possibility. So uh, uh, a lot of teams will have that opportunity, and hopefully, at the end of the year, uh, at some point, we can have that accomplished. We got a question on the far left side, outside.
1: Uh, it's got uh, Kendall Cowd ODB. Uh, Scott. Obviously, you lost four great players from last season. Uh, which guys have stepped up and kind of had that leadership role for this squad?
17: Yeah, great question. Uh, um, Davion and Jared have been doing great. Maceo, uh, Mark was in summer league. Uh, now Mark's with the Chiefs. I asked him if he wanted to come back to media day today because I know people joked he was uh, part of Baylor basketball for like 15 years. I just figured he'd show up. Um, so uh, anyway, it's, it's allowed people like uh, Flo Thamba, Matt Meyer, uh, Adam Flagler, uh, uh, John, uh, everyday John we call him, uh, to have opportunities to now move into the, those roles. Uh, in practice, it's Extremely competitive. Uh, We have we have good depth. We have good talent. Uh, But it's it's exciting also to see uh, those guys have a chance to uh, uh, now become uh, the leaders that uh, the past group was. And and I tell you, this time of year, most coaches all tell you the same thing. They they like their team. They like their guys. And you have your first scrimmage, and then about half the half the coaches say we like our guys. We like our team. And the other half like we got to get a lot better. So uh, we we know it's going to be transition this year. because we had uh, basically for the last two years the same team. And uh, now it's a, uh, uh, our coaching staff. There's a lot of things we've had to go over that we didn't have to go over last year. Questions for Coach. Put your hand up so we can see what you.
18: Coach Jeff caldwell is, what are your thoughts on expansion and
12: what are the teams that are coming in, do you think, bring uh, to the league moving forward?
17: Well, definitely it's four schools with uh, uh, tradition, uh, and when you join uh, the Big 12, I think they're just going to get stronger. Um, but to look basketball-wise, um, BYU has great fan support, um, great following, and has been very successful on the court. Houston, uh, Coach Sampson, know know him for when we first got into the Big 12. Uh, great coach, he's done a, a, a tremendous job with that program. They were Final Four team last year. Uh, Cincinnati, great tradition and history and obviously doing uh, really well in football this year. Um, but that that's, that's another school that, uh, uh, Coach Huggins helped bring them to where they're at today, and then uh, Central Florida uh, uh, coach Dawkins does a great job and that program's just going to continue to get better and better so it's exciting for the for the big twelve we're back to 12 teams again, um, but I know I it, this is uh, my 19th season in the in the big 12 and there's a lot of uh, pride and accomplishment just what we've accomplished as far as uh, programs uh, with being as consistent uh, since 2014 as we've been. Uh, And to me, the next step, again, would be just to get uh, three teams because we've had two teams in the Final Four together to have three teams. So, again, the nation can see just what great basketball the Big 12 has. Question
16: on the right side halfway back. Travis Hines, Des Moines Register. It's got a a lot of discussion about all the changes in the league with realignment. But what does it mean to the league that I think there's four guys, you being one of them, that have been at their schools for at least 10 years?
17: Well, I think uh, – Consistency and knowing uh, uh, wh- what what your league's been about uh, is important because you can take those successes and pass it on uh, um, to the to the new people, and uh, you want to make sure that uh, you keep doing uh, the the right things. And then the new the, the new people, new blood, give you different ideas, different excitement. So uh, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, we just keep continue to get better and better uh, with the additions. Anything further for the coach? Or they let you off easy, Scott. <laughs> Good luck for the season. Well, thank you very much. And for the record, Dr. Pepper was founded in Waco, Texas. I knew that.
5: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears.
6: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up our weekly visit with athletic director Mac Rhodes talking basketball, soccer, and football. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number 1 automotive brand on J.D. Power's Initial Quality Study. The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends.
19: After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process.
0: But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent
19: was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery.
5: Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the Voice of the Bears.
6: And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with basketball with the Big 12 Media Days going on today in Kansas City.
20: Yeah, right in the middle of uh, Big 12 Media <laughs> Days. It's, uh, it's crazy to, to to think about. And, um, you know, I'm still celebrating the national championship game. So, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, I'm going to have to turn the page at, at some point in time. But, uh, you know, to have both, both programs ranked in uh, – preseason ap in the top 10 you know uh women's basketball at number seven and and men's basketball at 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 number eight and oh by the way football ranked in the in the top 25 and so that's that's really really special and you know you think about just some of the the preseason accolades you know matthew meyer you know preseason first team all big 12 kendall brown uh you know preseason pick freshman of the year uh lissa uh you know uh preseason player of the year, queen, first team, big 12, Jordan Lewis, uh newcomer of the year. So just a, a lot of accolades for, for both programs and, and excited for both. And, you know, you think about the, the men's program and, and losing a Mark vital, a Maceo, a Jared, a Davion, and, and to come right back the following year and be ranked in the, in the top 10 um, speaks kudos to, to, to coach Drew and the staff. And then just really, really excited for, uh, for Coach Collin and, and her staff to to begin a uh, uh, their era of uh, of uh, Baylor women's basketball
6: that is fun for sure basketball right around the corner soccer's uh, headed down the home stretch in a couple of key home matches this week
20: yeah big big matches uh, Thursday night versus versus Iowa State and then Sunday versus uh, West Virginia so two big matches for them playing well um, as we as we head down the stretch.
6: And let's don't scoot past the BYU win too quickly. That was a great win. It gets Baylor back in the top twenty-five at number twenty.
20: Yeah, I, I thought it was just uh, a really, really good performance against, uh, you know, obviously a, a really good football team in, in BYU. But uh, the the best news about about all of it is um, we know, and uh, and I know Coach Coach Oranda believes this, and our and our young men believe this that that they can even get better.
6: Thanks, Mac. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
20: The Whitney Coaches
0: Show with Mark Bird is brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach,
2: coming off a 14-10 loss to West last Friday night, a close, hard-fought defensive struggle. Your, uh, your special teams got you on the board with a kickoff return for a touchdown. And this game was uh, tight throughout the game. They get a, a a big run late, and that was the difference.
19: Yeah, you know our our defense really played well throughout the game. In fact, the defense played good enough that that uh, we should have won the ball game offensively, and we just didn't get the job done. Uh, we had a touchdown called out <coughs> called back before the half. Uh, we had uh, three times inside the thirty with no points, so you know we cut our <coughs> cut our foot off right there offensively, and. We've been playing really well. We just didn't capitalize on some opportunities, and we missed a big ball the second half going down the sideline that, that also could have been a touchdown. So, you know, hats off to our defense. At the same time, hats off to, to West as well. They they played us really well.
2: Boy, and it seems like every time these two teams meet, you know, it's a it's a rivalry game, it's a district game. It's just a, a close game and a slugfest.
19: It really is. You know, uh take the rivalry out of it. it. It was still just a really good high school football game to watch. Uh, you know, it's one of those deals where 24 to 36 hours after a coach, you kind of beat yourself up. But uh, you come in Monday morning and uh, whatever happens, happens, and you get ready for the next challenge.
2: Now that next challenge is Grandview coming up this week, uh, ranked number six in the state. Talk a little bit about them. What do they do offensively?
19: You know, they're a spread offensive team. Uh they're not going to do anything to beat themselves as far as uh, outside the box. You know, they're just very good at what they do. And uh, you don't see a whole lot of missteps or missed assignments. Um, you know, they've done this for a while. They've got a ton of uh, tradition going right now. And uh, I know they graduated a big class last year, but, you know, this bunch of kids that they've got right now, they know how to win. They've, they've watched the group ahead of them win. And so they're just carrying on the tradition. And uh, like I said, they've, they've done a real good job with this bunch. Uh, just with no missteps, you know, you don't see a whole lot of uh, missed opportunities that they're
9: not, they're not getting ESPN, central Texas. Citizens State Bank is excited about central
5: Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens
12: has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson,
5: Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, T West and Whitney.
7: If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com.
5: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
7: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, Jagger, Wampus Cat, Lion, Trojan, or Wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
1: Ah, It's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas. has been a busy day, a fun day. Lots going on, and uh, we had some good uh, – Scott Drew we were able to listen to from Big 12 Media Day, and then Fran Fraschilla joining us, and then Drew Davison, who was t- talking a little bit about – he covers TCU, and he was there for Big 12 Media Day to talk about some of that. The um, Aaron, you'll have to fill me in. There was one part, you know, where I kind of lost him, but I think our audience could could hear him. Did, uh, did Drew get around earlier to explaining sort of why – that uh, what what Chris Beard, the UT basketball coach, may have been referring to when he said another shoe was going to drop, that he thought something else was about to happen. I mean, I thought that that comment sort of came out of nowhere, and and, uh, and and I think Drew was sort of explaining that to our audience. Did you get a did you get a feel for that, Aaron?
2: I didn't. Since uh, since you had lost him, I was trying to deal <laughs> with that, and so I didn't kind of didn't really get to hear his answer.
1: Well. I need to follow up with him, and I'll ask him about that because I find that uh, I find that very interesting. The, uh, the you know it's it's hard to get football media days in the summer where not as much is going on. Everybody shows up in the middle of football season to do a Big 12 basketball media day is kind of tough. So I don't want to be too tough on the media that was there um, because you know what we didn't go and. Um, and that's okay. I mean everybody has to make their own decisions, but uh I, I it was interesting to hear um uh, Drew talk about the fact that they're all huddled around because it's that Kansas City media and 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 so Kansas City was there and then, of course the people drove up from Lawrence or over however they would do that and and you had everybody like 15 20 people around Bill Self. And then the guy who won the national title you know, it over there, like one or two folks hanging around, as Drew described it. Now, listen, this man's comfortable; he's fine. I mean, Drew, Scott Drew has gotten plenty of attention, and he's done a lot of media during this, so I would imagine he's totally fine having a breather. It also gave what I think should be kind of one of the best, uh, kind of a almost like a buddy movie or a co- uh, you know how those 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 uh, good buddy films. Uh, Aaron, I, I think. One about Scott Drew, like a good sitcom, would be Scott Drew and Bob Huggins. <laughs> like we just follow him around fishing and just hanging out because one is this intimidating Bobby Knight-like presence. And one is the nicest guy ever and almost kind of like a guy, uh, almost like a guy in the ministry. You might see him at a non-denom church and you might get up there and do a great series on Song of Solomon I mean that that's kind of that's kind of who Scott is, and that really is who he is. he's a very spiritual guy I don't huggins is <laughs> I never he may be privately very spiritual I don't know he' he's certainly something he doesn't bring up very often but uh it's just funny to me that those guys are such good pals and today they were just like hollering at each other and making fun of each other and uh and Scott threw out the comment that he believes that um that that the the Big 12 could land three teams in the final four. He didn't say it's going to happen this year. He just thinks it could happen at some point cuz that's how deep it is. And then um uh, Huggins got up there and he said, "If Scott said it, he said uh he said Scott, if Scott said it, it's it's right." He said uh he doesn't lie. And he, there was like a pregnant pause and he said, "much" <laughs> it was just, it was good stuff. It was good. It was Huggins working the room at the Big 12 Media Day. I just think they have a good, solid relationship, and I love it. And, uh, Aaron, let's go out and do some fundraisers or something so you and I can go to next year's Big 12 Media Day. I don't feel like Scott got enough questions. So, are you good with that, Aaron? I'm on if board. I put on some car washes and stuff, okay, good, good. We'll get some funding and then the two of us will head right off to Big 12 Media Day next year. Better yet, put us on the plane. Put us on the Baylor charter. Are we allowed to do that, Aaron? Okay, it is uh the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. Tonight is the first kind of like full night of NBA activity. Okay, and I this this gets me so excited. I'm going to go over the schedule tonight with you. I'll tell you all the Baylor people you need to be looking for. And, uh, and we'll talk about it. And, again, the Mavericks get going to tomorrow night in Atlanta. Okay, their season starts tomorrow night. But tonight we got a full schedule of games, and I'm here for it. Uh, that is going to be next in the dismount.
0: The Axel Coaches Show with
5: Justin Havard is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Coach, uh, let's go back and talk about the the Dawson game, a high-scoring football game. Kind of walk us through it and and, uh, and, and what you felt like your your team did well in the uh, in the loss to uh, to uh, Dawson the other night.
18: Well, we uh we started the game out with really good field position. Uh you know, they started with the ball about their 15-yard line. And then uh first play from scrimmage, they only get 2 yards, and then their quarterback's so explosive. The next play he goes 80. Um, so, you know, we, uh, and, and we had a chance to tackle him, and, uh, we just missed an opportunity and, uh, you know, it, it cost us. And, and that's kind of been the, the story of our season. We have people dead to rights and some way, somehow they come out of it, um, offensively, uh, when we got the ball, we, um, we threw it a little bit more than we have been and, uh, trying to, trying to do a little bit more offensively, uh, you know, where we're not just tipping our hand uh, to the run game. So uh opened it up a little bit more and uh which we we felt like there were some weaknesses in their secondary that we could take advantage of and um uh, I really think we're two underthrown passes away from that game being a lot closer than what it was. We um uh, both of two of the interceptions that we threw you know we got four or five steps on a guy and we just hang the ball in the air a little bit too long and they come down with it instead of us
5: now your uh your next opponent is the uh, italy gladiators and this is a really solid club
18: oh absolutely they're um they're very well coached which i know coach horn pretty well he actually interviewed me for my my first job out of college and uh when he was over at hubbard and just kind of kept in touch but now they're going to be well coached and uh Their defensive line is just a bunch of animals, and uh, they get after, they play hard. ESPN Central Texas. Ah.
6: Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats,
0: gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini,
6: Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them
0: at Sports.com. You're out! When it comes to me and my money, I know the in Cal.
7: Finance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org.
16: Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
0: They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union.
9: Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas.
2: At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
1: That is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, step into our lounge, oh Aaron potted the music down in that lounge, potted back up a little bit, oh I like it right there, yes, yes, as we, uh, we kind of say goodnight to you, this is the way we do it, and uh, we get that. Some, something coming up we need to tell you about and I tell you what uh I really uh UBO thank you man some of our sponsors so much fun and Jim Sheffield is the CEO of uh of, of UBO and I mean our, our buddy Sean Hunt has worked for him for 33 years and This guy, um, this guy was a big time. I mean, he was at Bryan 1978-79, and uh, and then in 1979, the the Richfield Rams, boy, that would have been Sean Hunt, that would have been Alfred Anderson, part of that thing. Anyway, um, they held Alfred Anderson, the great Alfred Anderson, to 21 points, and oh no, they blocked the punt of one Sean Hunt for a, for a narrow 28-21 victory. Again, this is uh, reporting I'm doing, Jim Sheffield, who uh, is the CEO of UBO, and this is one of our sponsors, they do an incredible job, in fact, uh, all your email needs and paper, uh, it just cuts down on so much of that and then the copiers unbelievable we use them they've done an incredible job and we appreciate ubo a reminder that a week from friday also i wanted to tell you that i'm going to be out at common grounds and uh, just so thank you so much for all our sponsors alan samuels of course all those jt jd power awards they keep winning but uh, we are so thankful and grateful for our sponsors there's uh, quite a few of them for the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, let me say that uh, NBA-wise, we have uh, we have quite a uh, quite a situation brewing tonight. And Mavericks don't start until tomorrow night. All right, but tonight, Charlotte hosting uh, the Pacers. That'll be the first game. Did you you remember uh, you remember who went to the Pacers? Don't you, Aaron? Somebody we know pretty well.
2: I'm drawing a blank, sorry.
1: <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, anyway, we, we uh, the, the old Mass coach. Uh, did Rick Carlisle go back home there? Where is Rick now? <laughs> um, so Charlotte hosting, uh, the, the Hornets hosting uh, Indiana Pacers, and then Detroit hosting Chicago. The Knicks hosting Boston. The Raptors. Washington going in there. Now, they have a Baylor player. They have two Baylor players. They have Ish Wright and they have Freddie Gillespie. Memphis hosting the Cavs. The Timberwolves hosting the Rockets. The Pelicans are have the, uh, the Sixers coming in there. And that's something to watch because of this whole Ben Simmons thing. The Spurs have Orlando coming in, and then let's top it off, Utah with Jared Butler on that team hosting Oklahoma City and uh, Phoenix hosting Denver, Portland hosting Sacramento. That's our first chance to see off-night Mitchell. Davion Mitchell, how many minutes will he play for this Sacramento team? So much fun, so much craziness. New coaches across the league. Players everywhere cannot wait to see this NBA action that has been the dismount. This has been the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great evening. Talk to you tomorrow.
9: This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football.
6: Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in Lawrence, Kansas. The Jayhawks with a big task this week, hosting third-ranked and undefeated Oklahoma. We'll hear from KU first-year head coach Lance Leipold straight ahead on today's Spectrum. On today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928.
0: We see a vast desert of sand with distant hazy mountains. On a dusty road, a black car travels at speed. A man walks to the top of a large dune. He turns his head. Behind him, a band of armored vehicles waits to spring a
16: trap.
7: Oh, he's in trouble.
16: At Spectrum, we think nothing beats movie night.
0: The man gives the signal to attack.
16: So the Spectrum Access app gives the visually impaired audio description on their phone so nobody misses a thing. If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing,
9: check it out at the Baylor Bookstore or 24-7 online at BaylorShop.com.
6: Baylor Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors, Baylor Athletics Trust. Baylor Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game.
9: Now for a look around the Big 12 Conference. Here's J-Mo with today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz.
6: And welcome back. A couple of Big 12 games kicking at 11 a.m. on Saturday. K-State at Texas Tech on FS1 and 11 a.m. on ESPN. It is third-ranked Oklahoma at Kansas. The Sooners undefeated on the season at seven and 0 they're four and zero in big 12 conference play playing a Kansas team, looking for their first big 12 win under head coach Lance Leipold, who knows he'll have his hands full against the Sooners on Saturday.
19: Well, again, we're going to play our best football to date. Um, we have to be excited about the opportunity to have number three team in the country, come in here an excellent football team, well-coached team. Um, and yeah, uh, embrace that and and continue to use it as uh um you only get 12 of these opportunities a year and that's one thing you know whether you're winning or you're not that you you need to embrace if you're a competitor at at this level and and so to take that um to to make the right strides as a as a as a football team as individuals um you know you get a chance to line up and be evaluated against the best in the country and um you know, we, we we take it for there and, and um, embrace that opportunity um, to play on national television again and, and, and you know, uh, compete in a Big 12 game.
6: Lance Leipold and the Kansas Jayhawks hosting third-ranked and undefeated Oklahoma. The game Saturday morning at 11 on ESPN television. OU won this game in Norman a year ago, 62-9. to nine. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
16: Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers, and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style, from folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver, even paint to match the original cover of your truck. Now, all these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now, there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco.
0: hey this is eric and i'm adrian and we are black pumas we partnered with don't mess with texas to turn up the message keep texas clean
9: let's step it up guys together we can keep texas litter free don't mess with texas y'all peace sponsored by tex from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is krzi waco k222 dc waco k265
11: dv temple espn central texas